Yesterday, we watched a player become the greatest ever in the NFL. And we also watched a defense remind us that in this hyper-focused offensive league, the defenses still matter. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play to miss the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Damn, damn what a Super Bowl that was. We are fresh off post-Super Bowl. This is the Clock Dodgers podcast. I am your host, Neil. And we just watched Tom Brady, if you if you didn't think it already, become the greatest player in NFL history. I know many want to argue that fact. I don't know how you can argue that fact. This man has seven championship wins. This dude has crazy amount of playoff appearances, crazy amount of Super Bowl appearances, crazy win record in the playoffs and Super Bowl. Like everything is just crazy. And as I, as I've spoken about on this podcast before, the fact that this guy did it at the age of 43, you know, going to a new team and in the first year making it happen. Of course, he didn't do it by himself. Of course, this team has a bunch of really good players, but you have to put this on the back of Brady because if you put another quarterback on this team, I don't know if it ends this way. I don't think it does. You know, obviously depending on the quarterback, but if you think about their realistic options, um, this is crazy. This really was crazy. It was fascinating to watch. Um, it, the, the fact that Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of the field as the Bucks, you know, kept scoring, you couldn't help but say to yourself, like I, I, I sat there and I was like, I've seen Patrick Mahomes do this before, though. You know, I've seen him come back from things like this before. So I, I it, did, it took really late in the game for me to actually give up hope for the Chiefs. That's crazy. It, it, as dominant as the Bucs were, it took me to really late in the fourth quarter to go, okay, this thing's actually over. It's over. That's how good Patrick Mahomes is. Tom Brady already said he's coming back. He says he's going to run this bad boy back. You have to imagine while people are going to, you know, sit here and think about all the places that the free agents of the Bucks could go, um, knowing that it's Brady's last year, potentially knowing that this team has the ability, certainly to run it back. You have to imagine. I, I, I believe a lot of these guys who we want to get excited about and go, oh, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? I really think a lot of them are just going to come back, even if it's crazy. It sounds crazy. But even if it's on one year deals, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Honestly, you're a young player. You just won a Super Bowl. You're playing with one of the you're playing with the greatest player ever in history. Wouldn't you run it back for another year? The opportunity to win a second Super Bowl while you play this game? After after that season, you can go get, you know, get paid. I I'm, I'm chasing the ring though. I'm chasing history. I'm chasing legacy. The money's going to come regardless, guys. That's not that's not the focus here. I mean, for some guys that's all they care about. And I'm sure those guys will bail. But for people who are focused on winning championships, who want to who want to run this thing back, and the Bucks have as good of a chance as anybody else to do so. I think those guys are going to resign. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have anything to worry about. He has a long career ahead of him. He's got plenty of wins to make, plenty of championships to win, plenty of money to make. This this isn't the end for uh, Patrick Mahomes at all. This isn't one of those situations where a quarterback loses in the Super Bowl. You're like, man, I don't know if he'll ever get back here. I'm 100% certain this dude is going to get back there. And, and again, I'm saying that as a Raiders fan. 
That ain't easy to say. And and speaking of being a Raiders fan, you know, rooting for Tom Brady is like again, th- th- this was like the the most anti Raider fan Super Bowl you could have had. Being you know Tom Brady, who you know we have the the uh, you know illustrious snow game, the fumble, or the fumble that wasn't, depending on who you ask. You know the NFL, but everyone believes it was a fumble. And then you have the Chiefs, who are you know the biggest rival in the division, basically. So this was as anti Raider fan as you could get. However, I'm not going to root against the goats. It's just not going to happen. When I'm watching history, when I'm watching a guy who has torn it up since I was a you know a young guy, a young kid, you know, and Brady says how you know he's been playing for 20 years, whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to root against that. Like in that moment, like. I get he frustrates people, you know, the ones that aren't the fan. And, I, and, I, and I've spoke about this before. I know some people are frustrated. I know some people hate seeing the same guys win it. I know people hate seeing the same teams win it. But I am not going to sit here and knock Tom Brady's career. This isn't like, you know, let, let's look at it as like the Yankees, right? Like the Yankees annoyed a lot of people. And it's like they were buying straight up championships. They were straight up taking an advantage that they could take and spending way more money than everybody else. That's different to me than what Tom Brady has done. You know what I mean? He may take pay cuts so that the team can spend more money in other places or whatever the case is, but this is not the same situation. It's not. Um, you can say, oh, well, you know, I hate when teams like in the NBA go form a big three like LeBron, Wade, and Bosh and these guys. Uh, so it makes me so angry. I, I can't root for those guys. But that, again, that's not what's happening here. There's too many players on an NFL team to say that's what's happening here. This is different. You're watching a special career, and I can't sit back and like be mad at it and hold like a grudge against it. I just can't do it. So I'm happy for Brady, man. I, it, it was fun seeing Twitter go crazy, like sad, mad, angry. I and I and, and you guys know I spoke about it. I said I do not want there to be a conspiracy in this game because I do not want the fans to have a reason to call this cannon gate because we were firing cannons in the middle of the game and they gave them home field advantage or or whatnot. But of course, it, it wasn't the cannons. It was the refs. It was the refs that everybody was going to come back to. Listen, as a Raider fan, again, I can easily complain about refs. I've done it a long, a, a, for a long time. And I always feel like there's a bias towards the Raiders. But that aside, just like in you know mixed martial arts, just like in all these things, you cannot let the game come down to the judges, to the refs. If you think the refs are why the, 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 the um, Chiefs lost this game, you didn't watch the game. It's not just a couple of plays that the refs stole that made the, that made the Chiefs lose. The Chiefs weren't good enough. They weren't the better team. The Bucs were the better team. And it, and it goes way past Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. The Bucs defense was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I, coming into this game, we knew the Bucs had the better defense, right? Like the Chiefs are pretty aggressive on defense sometimes. And, you know, it can come back and hurt them sometimes, you know, in, in that same sense. But they're not. They're not anywhere near the, the, the Bucks caliber. So it, it was it was interesting and great to see, honestly, because we're in this league where offense is the focus. Offense is all we care about. Offense is, you know, the drive and the motivation factor because, you know, they, they, you, if you could put up 30 points and who could beat you, it's hard, you know. So that's the focus. And it's hard for defenses at all to stop teams these days. Like there's so many good quarterbacks. There's so many talented wide receivers and running backs. There's so many smart coaches and, and game plans that are just ridiculously, you know, well thought out and well planned. So it's almost hard to find a defense that's like, quote unquote, dominant in 2020, 2021. Like it's just hard to find because no matter how good they are, 
When you run into Patrick Mahomes, it's hard to stop him. When you run into Deshaun Watson, it's hard to stop him. When you run into Russell Wilson, it's hard to stop. It's just hard to stop amazing, amazing talent that's well game planned and has weapons all over the field. It's just hard to do, like all game long. You know what I mean? Like you're going to give up big plays once in a while. Or you're going to break once in a while. It's just going to happen. To see the Bucs be so dominant in the Super Bowl was something to watch because Patrick Mahomes, the young goat that we've been ra- ranting and raving about, who, again, this is not taken from Patrick Mahomes. This is giving him credit. They didn't let this man score a touchdown. He didn't score one touchdown. How? How is that possible? How? If you, of all the bets, of all the prop bets, of all the spreads, of uh, everything that was coming into this game, if you would have told me, hey, man, you can bet as much money as you want on the fact that Patrick Mahomes won't score a touchdown. You take the fact you you take the side of Patrick Mahomes scoring a touchdown, and uh, other guys over here will take the side of him not scoring a touchdown. I would have bet everything on it. How 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 would I ever believe that Patrick Mahomes wouldn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? He could do it with his feet. He could do it with his with with his arm. He could you know he has talented playmakers all over the field. You really wanted me to believe that he wouldn't throw one touchdown? I w- would not be believable before this game. It wouldn't be. It just wouldn't be believable on the biggest show on earth. Like with, you know, the biggest show on earth with all the casuals watching with, with the with the with the weekend performing with everyone, all the celebrities, everybody. You're telling me that Patrick Mahomes wouldn't score a touchdown. I would not have believed it for a second if you would have told me that. Never. So shout out to the Bucks defense. That, that was incredible. That was that was incredible to watch. They just man, what a great coaching job. On both sides of the ball. Just everything, man. And there's so many stories that come out of the Super Bowl. That's what makes this really cool. Like the Tom Brady, you know, being 40 plus years old in his first year, he goes to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl. You got Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement to join him. You got Antonio Brown, you know, getting this extra shot in the league again, playing with, you know, Tom Brady and winning a Super Bowl. You got Leonard Fournette, you know, getting traded from the Jags and you know, it's just so many good stories, man. There's so many stories that you could take those story. You you could take the big story, or you could take all these little stories. You know that that happened across this game. Um, and again, now you get the story of Patrick Mahomes. Like, what happens, right? Like, how does he respond? How does this team respond to this loss? How much better does the rest of the league and other teams get? You know, do do the Chiefs and Bucks meet again here? Is that the most likely scenario? Man. Tom Brady, fifth MVP. This guy's got more Super Bowl MVPs than people have Super Bowls ever. Even played in, experienced. It's just insane. It really is insane. And then Patriot fans, how do they feel? How do Patriot fans feel right now? You know what I mean? Like, what what what's going through your mind as a Patriot fan right now? Are you like we should have kept this guy? I can't believe we let him go. I can't believe we let him move on to a new team. We struggled crazy without him. You know how does Bill Belichick feel? I actually, I mean, I threw a poll up on Twitter on how do Patriots feel right now, and forty five percent said they were happy Brady won. The other fifty five percent were mad that he won. Um, so I mean, again, polls are polls. Who knows? You know who was in there voting and. And, and uh, sliding the scales, but that's where I'm at. You know, like this was an incredible game. It was fun to watch. It was fascinating to 
uh, see the way everything played out. It wasn't how I predicted it. You know, I, I, I believe in the prediction episode, I did say that I, don't, I wouldn't bet on this game. I wouldn't put any money on this game because of the simple fact that, you know, the players and teams that are involved. But I did say that it's while it's super hard to bet against Brady, it almost seems you know impossible to bet against Brady. It makes no logical sense almost um, that I still couldn't sit here and tell you that I didn't think Mahomes had the ability to win this game, you know. So uh, this was definitely a surprise. Again, no touchdowns for Mahomes and the Chiefs. None. I liked all the tenacity too. You know, Brady John back and forth with the guys, uh, with you know muscle, but uh, you know, but they it, it was great, man. It was great. The uh, peace sign to, to Hill <laughs> from uh, Antoine Winfield, I believe, it was Junior, right? Uh, it, it was just great, man. It was great. This this was a good way to end the season. It was, uh, and let me say this, man. This was a weird season, right? The pandemic threw everything off. COVID threw everything off. We people couldn't go to games like they wanted to. You know, if our fantasy, you know, they players were in and out of games. It was getting weird. Schedules were being changed. Like, but I think this was a good, you know, I think this was a good closeout. You know, it was it, it ended on a high note. It wasn't super negative. There was no negative energy surrounding it. It was just. A good game, a good football game. And we got to see the best of offense and defense. Two goats going at it. It was great. Great head coaches, you know, going at it. It was all around a really fun game. I got to watch it. My two my two sons stayed up with me. They never were they never stayed awake for a Super Bowl. They had the, the two youngest ones, they were able to make it through the whole game. That was great. Great food, great experience. All around it was great. Now, next year, we'll see if it's the same, right? Next year, we'll see if we're dealing with all this stuff still, this pandemic and everything. We'll see if the madness, you know, per, you know, carries on. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully, we get this under control and we don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. And it's a different, you know, year for football. But we'll see. We managed it, right? We got through it. And that's, and that's respectable. And, and and the numbers for the NFL, I believe, were pretty pretty amazing, actually, uh, for positive tests and all that kind of stuff. They did really well, um, I believe. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert, you know? But that's what I think. Overall, guys, this was a fantastic season. I appreciate you guys for hanging in with me on this one, man. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl felt like it, we were waiting for it forever. Back to more content, guys. We're doing these. You know what I'm saying? Five days a week, every day. We got different stuff for you guys. Different schedule. Different interviews. Different content. It's all coming. So just stay on board. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. You know, I appreciate you for that. Follow at Clock Dodgers on Twitter or Instagram. You can email me. Contact at ClockDodgers.com. However you feel like reaching out. Appreciate all the love. And thank you to everybody who's been retweeting the show and um, sharing it. And when people ask, hey, what are some good podcasts? What are some stuff you recommend? And you tag us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for that. Um, can't thank you guys enough for always showing the love and everything. So, uh, hey, listen, Super Bowl's over, but the podcast ain't. <laughs> it ain't over yet. It ain't ever going to be over. We're back tomorrow again. We're on your ass. We ain't going nowhere. It's fun, man. This is great. Switching to this five days a week has been awesome. Uh, I, I love connecting with you guys daily. It's, it helps us cover so much ground. Um, all right, guys. Other than that, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. I want to continue to, you know, the conversation about the Super Bowl and what you guys thought about it. I've already been going back and forth with people, going at it, enjoying the uh, – maybe a little trolling, maybe, right? But, you know, overall, good conversations, guys. Other than that, as always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.